Hello, hello. Welcome to It's Time for Affordable Housing. Hello, you lovers out there. It is February 14th, my birthday. Super, super excited about that. I am LaShondra Graves, the apartment lady, founder of the Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation, principal in for the Children Academy Foundation. So we do have some affordable housing news. It's coming from Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota. It's coming from Minnesota, I'm sorry. Okay, here it is. Hennepin County's COVID hotels are turning into deeply affordable housing. The county bought a total of five properties, which was made possible with about 25 million in federal pandemic recovery funding. Minneapolis, the eyes may be the window to the soul, but Jim Johnston's view outside his window fills the soul. He says, I think my favorite part of this is the fact that I get to see these really extraordinary sunsets. He called his Columbia Heights apartment home since April. But before that, he had a different view. Okay. Where would I wake up? Usually in the shelter, he said. Yep, usually in the shelter. He had been homeless for about eight years, but an opportunity came during the pandemic. He was going about his normal routine of checking into the shelter for the night when someone asked him how old he was, which was 68 at the time. He was qualified to go on one of the county's COVID hotels to separate people who were vulnerable or sick. One of the properties he stayed at was the Metro Inn Motel in South Minneapolis, okay? The county bought this motel back in 2020, said Julia Ayers, Director of Housing and Development and Finance for Hennepin County. It was there when he met Addie Hammond, a housing-focused case manager whose goal was to get folks in the counties. COVID hotels into, um, to get folks in the counties, COVID hotels into permanent housing. I can't with words express the gratitude I feel for Addie, says Johnston. It's like being taken care of. My goal is to empower them and to keep them or to get to help them get to the next step, says Hammond. Hammond asked, um, said the COVID hotels helped her connect with clients on a daily basis. Sometimes I would have to go and knock on his hotel door just to make sure um, that he wasn't avoiding me, she said. The county bought a total of five properties, which was made possible with about 25 million in the federal pandemic recovery funding. A total of 1,137 people who were homeless stayed in these properties at one point between March 2020 and March 2022 for protective shelter, according to the county. Once vaccinations for people who were unsheltered rolled out in February 2021, the county stopped bringing people to the hotels. At that time, there were 540 people staying there. Out of that group, 464 managed to find permanent housing through case managers like um, Addie, in addition to the county's hotel to housing program. About 97 percent of them are still in permanent housing according to the county. So this is awesome. Um, Basically, Oh, this is awesome. So Minnesota and this county, Hennepin County, they were putting 
the unsheltered into housing. And they said out of the 540 that were left in 2021, 400 uh, approximately, 464 managed to find um, permanent housing. So I think that is awesome. Um, And you know what? Honestly, they can, they actually can turn this into a, let me, you guys, I got to put this. All right, got it. Actually, they can turn turn um, they can turn this property, uh, these hotels, into affordable housing units. Cause guess what? I don't see a picture of these hotels, but I mean that's that's spa- that space is enough space to actually put an apartment there, even if it's just a studio, or maybe they said they had one thousand. They said they had, let me see, they had one, uh, 1137, um, hotel rooms. Maybe, you know, they turned some of them into, uh, they put two, two rooms together. They'll end up with about 600 affordable housing units. And that's what's up. Now they, they used, uh, 25 million of their pandemic money and bought these properties. So they own these properties, which means they pretty much can turn these into affordable housing units. This is what I'm talking about. When, you know, I do all these stories about the affordable housing, I'm talking about stuff. And other, um, in other uh, counties or other states, they're trying to do new construction, but I'm like, okay. If the new construction is too much, um, so much so that you can't, you, you're not creating affordable housing for the population or the workforce um, housing community that actually need it, then go and renovate some of these vacant units, vacant buildings in these impoverished neighborhoods where the housing is actually needed. I mean, we're going green anyway, we're going renewable anyway, sustainable. Look. Fix those up and make sure that there's renewable, sustainable, you know, um, um, materials and those. Fix up the neighborhoods where they're actually, where the money is needed. Do that. And then, you know, like they said, I, I read the other day, what I was saying, um, they were talking about the interest rate on the mortgage prices and stuff like that. And so one, and until that stabilized, start renovation process. Okay? That's what I'm saying. Hey, tell me what you think wherever you're listening. And I'm LaShondra Grazy, a primary lady, and you're listening to It's Time for Affordable Housing. Happy Valentine's Day, you guys. Thank you.